Hey there, hi there, ho there. This podcast is brought to you by Austin, Texas. Where else? I cannot leave this amazing place. It's like if Madison had no snow or Portland was less hipstery or Chicago had warmer racism. It's like a nice medium-sized city, everything you need. Food trucks, food trucks. No one talks about the food trucks. They, they always talk about them. They always talk about them, but they, they never get it right. It's always, it's like, it's this is restaurant quality, perfect food, and it's on the street. And you don't have to eat it on the street like a monster in New York City. You don't have to just eat it in an alley like you do with like halal. I would do that so much in New in Brooklyn. I would like get off the train, get halal food. I'd be happy to have it. I'd be happy to have a, a euro from the halal guy. And then I eat it on the sidewalk like an insane person. In Austin, you sit down at a picnic table and you're surrounded by Christmas lights and you're, there's sand underneath you. People are walking by. Everyone's happy. And you're sitting down at a table with your friend eating some of the best food you've ever had. $10. Okay. Um, I'm literally by a river right now. I slept, by, I slept by a river. It was easy to do. It wasn't like I'm not like in trouble. I, I can. It's a Shangri-La. Um, so I've been here for three weeks and I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm, I might leave eventually, but I just can't, I just can't quit you, Austin. Um, uh, okay. So today's Ashley Overton. Ashley Overton is over it. Ashley is like one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, uh, we met at a, at a comedy show here. She was opening, um, uh, we were both opening for Brendan Gay's special and, we hit it off. She's so funny. We hit it off in the green room, and I was like, "We got to talk," because she just cracked me up. So, we got to talk. We talked about turning thirty and uh, being in comedy. Austin, Texas comedy is interesting. We talked about our parents and our families, because um, I just kind of wanted to know what's going on. What's going on with with her? Because I I wanted to know more. You know, um, she's been in a relationship for a long time. All these topics are covered, um, but in a very funny way. We did, taped it. Or taped it. We taped it. Taped it. Recorded it. It's funny that people still say taped, even though we don't. We haven't used taped, tape, tapes for years. Okay, we recorded it uh, down by the river, uh, or Lady Bird Lake in Austin. They have these lakes that are rivers. They're just rivers that they dammed up, so they look like rivers, but they'll call them lakes because they're not like flowing anywhere. They stop at a dam. I think that's basically the. I think I have that right. Like they have Austin Lake. They have. Um, I think Travis Lake's the same way. They don't have any lakes. They don't have any natural lakes. They just dam up rivers, and they call them lakes. And they go, "You want to go check out Austin Lake?" And I get there, and I'm looking at it, and it's a long, skinny, piece of water. And I go, "Yeah, this is great. Where's the lake? Where's the lake, man?" And uh, they always go, "You're looking at it, buddy, because um, it's a lake river. You know, it's a river lake, baby. I don't know." So we anyway we did this down by Ladybird Lake, which is one of the River lakes that I just explained. Um, so people are running behind us. It's kind of funny. Um, so enjoy Ashley Overton. I want to read one of the reviews from the podcast before we start. I got got a, some really nice reviews. Thank you very much for, for doing that. Um, here's a review from Mike6522. Thanks for viewing, reviewing the podcast, Mike. The topic of each episode is always very interesting, and the conversations are always fun and funny. It stays on topic, which is very refreshing and borderline unheard of for a casual conversation-style podcast from a comedian. Terrence is a great interviewer. Oh, thank you. And in each episode, you're either hooked from the description or hooked a few minutes in, finding yourself enthralled by something you couldn't care less about five minutes ago. 
He often has comedians on, so the conversations are funny, but it's not one of those comedy podcasts that only talks about comedy, or worse, goes on a new tangent every two minutes. It's focused, period. Thank you very much, Mike6522. I picked that one because um, some really nice people who I know have reviewed the podcast, and I appreciate that. Um, Rudy Schultz, um, Mike Czar, and uh, 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 Gabe Malika, appreciate that, um, have reviewed it. But this guy I don't know, and uh, he seems like he really likes me, uh, so I like him back. Um, and if you're if you're sitting there like, I want, I want uh, Terrence to read my review on the podcast, well then go ahead and review the podcast, bro, uh, or sis. Um, <clears throat> go right ahead. Um, oh, also, uh, uh, Allison, I'm one of the drunk people who I interviewed, <laughs> reviewed the podcast and, and she said that, um, uh, uh, one of the drunk Austinites, she said, uh, uh, he looked like he needed the dollar more than me. So I gave it back. Um, great podcast or something like that. Um, so thank you very much to Allison, uh, owner of Bugsy Boy, the stuffed bunny let's check out the austin episode the uh, stranger danger austin if uh you don't know what i'm talking about because that was really fun and i'm really happy i did that okay anyway okay this is this is ashley overton she's hilarious uh we're both 30 uh and we're i'm over it too when i talked to Al- when i talked to ashley I, I was like yeah you're right you convinced me um uh so take it away steve If people are actually looking for partners, they shouldn't date a comedian. That's like a sad. Life partner. That's sad, isn't it? Well, you're in a long, you're in a long uh, term I am, relationship. I am. He's very aware that I'm not a good life partner. <laughs> 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 Has that been discussed that he's, you're not? He's like chill. He's like very confident. Uh, are you? Wait, are we already? It's happening. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. We're in progress. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. I'll cut out the first, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is literally organic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not literally organic. I guess we're organic people, but it's organic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Well, look. Don't. Yes, I. I'm podcasts, aware that I put an extra word that probably wasn't needed, but I enjoy saying the word literally. <laughs> yeah, literally has been destroyed. We've destroyed literally. We like invaded literally, and we <laughs> we blew it out from the inside. It means nothing anymore. No, it doesn't. Gary Goldman is a joker. It says uh, literally now contains its own antonym. Like it means literally, like exactly, and it also means figuratively. Right. It just means both now. So. Yeah, and I've abused it. It's just a fun little. It's just now just like a fun little um, word you can say. It's like a sentence enhancer. Yeah. You just go almost like an exclamation point. That's how I've always. Yeah. <laughs> thought of it. You are literally ruining my life. A- absolutely. You are literally destroying me. Okay. I love that people walked by and heard you say that. You what are. if we're podcasting? Like, what if they think we're a couple? Video and we're podcasting our break. Oh God, <laughs> that would be awesome. Wouldn't you listen? I don't know if I would listen to that. Oh, I would. I would think it would be like so fascinating. A fly in the wall. Yeah, a fly in the wall. Yeah. I had several podcasts where it was all just handling of the microphone. It was like a like most of the audio was touching of the microphone. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I got I bought cheap microphones, so then I had to buy expensive microphone stands. To hold in place. To hold <laughs> the cheap microphone. Yeah. I don't know. So it doesn't pick up all of the... 
handling noise, which I can't. I looked. I looked up. I can't. I cannot edit it out. I don't have the skills required to edit out the. That's more schooling that you can't afford. Oh my God! Isn't it ever? Oh yeah, we talked about my my severe debt. Yeah. My friend calls that a party trick. She, my friend who's a lawyer who's two hundred thousand dollars in debt. She goes, I'm trying to not use that amount of debt as a party trick anymore. Where she's like, guess how much debt I have. Oh, but that's fun though. It is fun because it's always higher than the person's gonna guess. See, that's like a person I would talk to at a party and be like, "Wow, we're the same. We we have the same kind of like you know (laughs) sense of humor." And (laughs) I'm so glad I found you. Yeah, you know when you're at a party and you're like, "Oh, good, I found some. I found someone good." You know, like yeah, I hate talking. I don't not not that I hate talking to people at parties, but I like talking to one good person, right? uh, For a while, which is like why I like uh, podcasts. which this goes nowhere by the way this is just for me to watch later sure um but like one person for an hour is much better than 10 people for five minutes each you know yeah i think so my thing anytime i go to a party is i always find that one person i really enjoy talking to and then i'll kind of like trickle and try to see if there's anyone who could compete with that person (laughs) and then i can't find that person like the a person who can compete and then i kind of just stick around that person i enjoy talking to you're the number one yeah you won out buddy what an honor yeah do you tell that person like hey listen you know what you're my favorite person to this party no it is all in my head but they know very well now they would know they know because you're next to them yeah well, I mean, I don't know if they'd pick up on it. I hope they wouldn't. Otherwise, if they did pick <laughs> up on it, then that would turn me off. Because I'm like, oh, you think that I want to be around. You just drop down in the rankings. Yeah, it's like you want someone who's unaware of how great they are. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's... <laughs> absolutely. No, of course. That's what I look for. Oh, yeah. Somebody... Oh, yeah. If they, That's the worst. If someone is talented. and It's the Kanye West syndrome. Kanye West is... Kanye West is almost as talented as he thinks he is and that right. is an issue yes you should like he you know like if he was just a little bit less grandiose it would be like merit merited it would be fine yeah but he's he's like i i, I am a god which is a, a song he recorded absolutely <laughs> it's one of my favorites it's great oh it's man. wild because he Do you like has, kanye? yeah nice, i am too. a kanye fan i'm me a too. closeted kanye fan oh me too i know it's like weird to say because also, like, he has the confidence that I want. So sometimes, sometimes it's like if I need, if I'm in a position where I need, con- like, I'm the way to shows in Chicago when I was like starting out, and I was like, I didn't feel like I was ready for these shows. I would be listening to Kanye on the way there the whole time. Yeah, um, absolutely. My presence is a present. Kiss my ass. Absolutely. Exactly. Which favorite album? Oh, uh, that one's tough. Beautiful, probably. dark, twisted fantasy. Jesus. Uh, probably. Graduation. I'm trying to think. Late registration. Um. Watch the throne. My favorite is got to be, is it 808 or Heartbreak? 808s and Heartbreak. Is that the same album? Yeah, 808s and Heartbreak. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Just 808s and Heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. That's one of those ones that people don't usually say. Uh, pro- it's the number one underrated Kanye album. See, I liked it because I was going through a breakup during that time. Not really, a, I mean, it wasn't like super serious but like i really liked him it was like that <laughs> scenario where like i really liked him he didn't like me so he was fine it was a bad breakup Oof, for me that sucks <laughs> it was bad okay so this is before your current like are you hasn't been with this guy for a really long time yeah 10 years 10 be, years okay, so you're like a teenager that, well when i got with my current boyfriend yeah oh are you talking about the guy who broke so this my breakup heart? the kanye west 808s and heart breakup i was like 
17, 18? Damn. So, yeah, I guess you want to... That's a teenager still. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Fucking... Now he's married. Sorry, I said the F word. Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even ask. I was just like, sorry. This is... <laughs> We're rolling. Oh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the F word. No problem. Perfect. How Did you meet uh, your man through performance? Because he said he was funny. No, I met him the old traditional way through mutual friends. Oh, I love mutual friends. Yeah. it's, yeah. it's uh, We bonded the first time around because... I was like the only girl he could talk football with at the time. You like football? I mean, I did. I not. <laughs> I I did when I was younger. I followed it more because this was before I got into comedy and yeah. got busy with that. But now, uh, not so much, just because I'm busy all the time. Yeah, Sorry, well, I'm just, holding this because I feel like it, it keeps. Yeah, you can't hold it. One of them is a little wonky. Right. I feel like it. <laughs> Keep talking, keep talking. I feel like it keeps getting lower, and then I'm scared you're not picking up sound, you're just picking up running. Yeah, I'm going to be picking up sound. That'll be fun. Uh, No, so yeah, we met the old traditional way in that sense. I was the only one who could talk sports with him, and uh, went from there. What's his team? Uh, Cowboys. Oh, we were in Texas. I was yeah. my reaction, or whatever. It was the Cowboys. I'm like, oh come on! But I guess like here, it's like that's your team. That's right? the yeah. Well, here's the thing. He's a Cowboys fan, and I'm actually. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan too, but like I'm a Packers fan first. Why? But it's a stupid reason. I have no family in Wisconsin. It was just the first time I sat down and watched football and like tried to understand it. It was 1996, and the Packers were playing the Cowboys in a playoff game. And I just wanted to go for the team that was against my brother's team, which was the Cowboys. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm loyal to a fault. So I just stayed with the Packers since 96. <laughs> the Packers have a cool story, though. Like the thing with them, there's no owner. The, they're owned by the city of Green Bay. Right. And they're owned be, by the people. Yeah, you can be like a, a part owner of the team. You can like buy a share. Oh, my God, don't tell... You know, know that? Yeah, I did do it. Well, I was just thinking in my head, I went straight to like, oh, don't tell the boys on Reddit or whatever. Like those. <laughs> they'll buy a. <laughs> they'll buy a ball for shares. context in the news. The short squeeze in the news with the GameStop, <laughs> whatever, where they bought a bunch of bad stock and made a good stock, and they made money. It's like they manipulated the stock. Yeah. Yeah, um, now let's do that. We should do that. With, well, the, but the Packers are. You don't want to take it away from Green Bay, you know? Like you yeah. don't want to buy it away from. <laughs> The city. It should belong to people who live in, yeah, live in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. not some dumbass girl who lives in Texas who likes <laughs> the Packers solely because she some remembers. Odd, odd reason. Yeah, that's <laughs> like freaky. That is a, an odd way to pick up a team. Pick a team, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So did you? And then you watched? Did your family watch football? Yeah, religiously. Okay, okay. and they were all Cowboys fans. Yeah, absolutely. You have your little Packers shirt on in the, on the side, and right, or I'd be wearing green. Or something. I mean, they rarely play. They don't play each other that much. Okay. You know? So it's really not much of a rivalry, I would say. No, no. But Packers are rivals with the Vikings. And Bears. And the Bears, of course. Yes. You're right, all those Midwest teams. Yeah. Wow, I have exhausted all of my football knowledge. Well, that's um, fine. We can move on we from nailed that. It. This was yeah. only to talk about the shared what caused me and my boyfriend to come together. And then 
eventually grow apart because you don't watch football, football anymore. <laughs> you no longer are into Well, to it. be fair, he doesn't really either. Now his what? focus is more on... I mean, we still kind of watch... It's, it's weird. The interest is less there and more on wrestling for him. Wrestling? Wrestling. Wow. Yeah. That is so fucked. Wrestling? <laughs> isn't wrestling so odd? Like, isn't wrestling so... Um, it's like theatrical and weird and... Yeah, absolutely. It's fake. That's why people love it. People love it because it's the actual weird and fake. Okay, yeah. What is his? I, I know very smart, very, very funny people who like wrestling a lot. So yeah, I don't want to poo-poo it. No, you can poo-poo anything. I will not be offended. Poo all over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's a big fan of Ric Flair. Woo! Yes. And uh, I mean, he's really more into the nostalgia of it, and, like the history of wrestling, more than anything. I mean, he'll watch like what's going on now you guys yeah but like his real love is in the history of wrestling oh that's so interesting uh well i mean again you're he's still watching it now but it's not the fandom comes from the past more than it does like whatever's happening in the present the history of it okay interesting so. It's funny how like you can like it can take over. So his his interest in wrestling has taken over his interest in football. It's like oh, it's like football is less interesting now because he's so into wrestling. Right, in Legos since quarantine has happened. Oh boy. Okay, he's, let's talk about Legos. Yeah, he's building. Uh, I don't know where we're gonna put all these skyscrapers and landscapes, but he is building so many. He's working on the London skyline right now. Uh, we barely have a relationship because I'm not Legos. <laughs> it's like where his focus is. <laughs> I'm, I just can't be, as hard as I can try, I can't be Legos. I just can't be Legos for you. I can't. Um, you're never going to be able to take me apart and put me back together. <laughs> this is just who I am. Uh, I wish I came in a million little tiny bricks, but I just, I can't. I don't. I, can't I mean, do I did when I was younger, but now I'm 30. Because <laughs> I'm already, this is it. <laughs> we did bond over being 30. We talked about, like, 30, being 30. You turned 30 and it was, like, it was uh, in the spring, right? June. In June. Yeah. Um, how did that feel? In pandemic. Pandemic 30, which I also went through. Oh, man. I mean, for me, it felt awful. <laughs> Because I've already, like, didn't want to turn 30. And then it happened while in quarantine. So I couldn't... I couldn't go out and get, like, fucked up with my friends and pretend like I'm not turning 30. I know. You have to just feel it. I had to sit in it. (laughs) That I couldn't run away from it. I had to sit in that feeling uh, and just live in it. And it was awful. Because I don't know why, but... In my head, I have it in my head that if I'm not where I'm at at 30, then it's never going to happen. Yeah, right. Life is over. Yeah. yeah. What is that, though? I don't know. It's, it is just it. a number. Yeah. Um, but I felt it, too. Cause I'm, and I'm smart enough to think my way around that and go, Terrence, not really. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. like, people do stuff after 30. Like, um, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, people say that they do that, but they actually don't. Right. Like, what is, there's, it's a very powerful thing, the three Hmm. Do you think it's because most people who, like, aren't chasing down a certain, like, we are, like, not necessarily fame, but, like, we're in the entertainment industry, so we're chasing down some sort of success in that, and that's, like, an odd thing to be chasing down. Yeah. And I feel like most normal people just are okay with, like, the job and marriage and kids, and that's, like, a very 
I mean, not for everyone, but that's like relatively an easy thing to attain. And usually people get it before they're 30. Yeah. So then right, you're they like, achieve their life's goal before 30. Yeah. They find the person and they begin the family. They have a house or whatever. Yep. And they have a job that they're like, you know, they like enough or right. whatever. And right. that's like all they need. And I hate those people because I wish it was that simple for me. <laughs> right. But yeah, I think that's what it is. Because like the thing that I want is not as easy as getting a husband and a baby. <laughs> I, that, Does that make sense? No, I was telling my friend this. I was like, I was like, well, the thing about having a family is it's easier to have a family than to get on TV. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I think the reason why is because everyone can agree, we all don't want to die alone. So I feel right. like that's an easier thing to find is someone who like also doesn't want to die alone. <laughs> and then you get married and then you're like, you know what else? I, I, I want our legacy to live on. And they're like, yeah, I want our legacy to live on. And then they have a baby. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, those are easy things to like find. But like when you're chasing something like, I don't know what it like being a whatever artist, uh, actor, comedian, like if that's something you're chasing, it's an odd thing. It doesn't, it's not, it's all luck and right. being a little bit of talent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but see. I don't know. Mostly luck. Some talent. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there's, like a, there's, like a, there's like a baseline of talent that seems to be, you can't be like oh, terrible. No. Right. But if you're like a normal level, you could ease, someone could just like, let, they, people could just start liking you all of a sudden. Yeah. You could become popular. Absolutely. My friend said that um, everything that isn't having a kid that people are pursuing is just a replacement for having a kid. Like having a kid is the thing and everything else is like a methadone. It's like a yeah. poor substitute. I guess that makes sense because I kind of consider comedy, I mean before the pandemic, not really now, but like before the pandemic when things weren't shut down, I was every night basically doing comedy. Yeah, right. In... Whereas, like, someone on the other side of that, like, maybe some of my coworkers who work, like, the 9 to 5, but then go home to their child. Right. And then they have to do child-rearing activities, you know, till however yeah. late. Like, yeah, so like, comedy is my... this is, is your my, evening thing. Yeah, it's yeah, your kid. This is my baby. Yeah, this is my little baby. <laughs> the only difference is, is your baby will love you back. <laughs> my baby... Constantly rejects me. never... Like, always shits on my hands. Makes me feel like I'm less than nothing. Yeah. Like, it's never... It's going to be... I don't know. People say 10 years before the baby loves me. I uh, feel like it's going to take a lot longer I than agree. that. It's been seven, right? Seven, yeah. Seven years. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. It's been six for me. And, like, even, like, that show on Thursday we did with Brendan Gay's special or whatever. And it was, like, a room full of people. And it was, like, supposed to be good. And it was, like, a little bit tough. Yeah. Right? Okay. We can agree on that, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, it, like, I was like, I was supposed to, like, I'm like waiting for that good feeling when I, like, when I usually, if there's a, if I get a full room, I'm like, I'm probably going to feel good after this. Yeah. Usually I feel, I'll feel pretty good. Right. But that time I didn't. I felt okay, like barely okay. Oh, yeah. As soon as I got off the stage, it was like one of those sets where I felt like, you know, freaking I was g just breaking up into dust like at the end of the Avengers infinite I was just I'm not here anymore I'm just going off I don't even need to exist it was pretty bad it was and it was not the audience fault it was mine why no come on it was definitely mine 
Okay. Anytime I do bad, I never blame the audience. Okay, but okay, I was thinking about this because in this exact same scenario in which I felt the exact same way, I was thinking this through because, okay, so the let's tell you what we don't blame, we don't blame the audience. It's not mm -hmm. the audience's fault for not being uh, loud and uh, great laughers, right? Right. But we also we we do accept that there is situations in which there's rooms, spaces. Mm -hmm. situations in which an audience is going to be better, right? Yeah. A small room, low ceilings, basement, two drinks, crowded together, late right. at night. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So like, okay, for example, like if we did a comedy show at seven in the morning and it was mandatory and there was no drinking allowed, okay, would we... It sounds like all of my meetings <laughs> at work. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Okay, if that, in that scenario, wouldn't you be like, well, to be, f and then you didn't do that well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't you be like, well, to be fair, it is seven in the morning and they were forced to come here. And you know what I mean? Like you could do like, that's true. How could you blame your performance on no, at that level? But no one, rarely are we having comedy shows at seven in the morning. No, but that's an extreme example because like, but like in that, that show, although I can't really think of it, a of a good reason that they weren't right, <laughs> loving it. Cause there was drinking, it was low ceilings. Uh, and you know, it was late at night. I mean, was, not super late. I mean, it was, it was nine. Yeah. But, I, yeah, there was no reason why. Yeah, they were set up for success. Dude, it was us. It was us. We <laughs> suck. We could have gotten them. I don't know. Exactly. Maybe a version of us could have gotten them. Maybe. Right. Maybe the, the, the it just right. wasn't our, our night. They were spread out because COVID. That's good. They were spread out. Yeah. And uh, they were maybe nervous or whatever because of covid or something they were all in a room which is like that's kind of nerve-wracking that no one had been to a live show they hadn't been to a comedy show we weren't the act that they had come to see probably right right we're not the specials we're not doing a special um which i think is smart frankly uh um, yeah not there yet <laughs> don't have it special. don't have it don't I, got it um, yeah i could do 30 minutes if you enjoy avant-garde guard <laughs> comedy i just messed that up but there was like while i was saying that word there was wind blowing in my mouth avant-garde comedy avant-garde it was um, french and there was wind blowing so i understand yeah so i boggled that word yeah my 30 minutes would be like 15 to 18 stretched. solid minutes and then stretched yeah and yeah. then with some fun crowd we're like you guys didn't like that one this guy loved that one this guy knows what i'm talking about where are you guys from this is the special. This is the special. This is it. This it's is, crowd this is work. It. It's just me asking you if you love your mom. That's just <laughs> my opening bit. <laughs> do you do a lot of crowd work when you perform? I don't, I've seen you perform only that one time, and I was also getting ready to go up myself, so I didn't really watch very closely. Uh, yeah. But you're uh, very talented, I assume. Uh, well, no. But, I mean, I have fun, and I think that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> Well, at least one person has fun. Yeah. yeah. That way, at least, you know. Yeah, they could. They didn't laugh at me, but man, did I have a blast. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> do you do a lot of crowd work or improvisational oh, stuff when uh, you're up there? Sometimes it depends. If I feel like the crowd has a good energy. Wow, I hated that I said that. But you know what I mean? So like you admit you, that the crowds can have different energy. Yeah. There you go. But I still don't like to blame them. I agree. It's it's not it's not productive to blame them because yeah. then you don't do anything to change the shit that you did. So right. it's I think it's a strategy to not blame the audience. I don't think I don't think it's accurate. I think it's a good strategy, but I don't think I don't think it's like um, accurate. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes it is their fault a little bit, or it's the fault of the situation. Yeah. But so if it's a hot room, then I'll maybe play around a little bit, ask them some silly things, feed off of 
maybe something I hear a guy say in the back or whatever. Love it. Oh, yeah. my God. I love when, like, a, an obvious thing happens that you can comment on. And then, like, just by commenting on it, you're like, boom, crushed it. Like, like, like what did she say? What well, did you yeah. just say? Yeah. Like, when knows? it all falls into place, it's beautiful. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. That rarely happens for me. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just always fall into place. Yeah. Usually I really have to kindle the fire. <clears throat> you strike me as like a, do you like um, play up your awkwardness on stage? Yes. Do you act a little bit more? Um, a little out of place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whoops, what am I doing here? Uh oh. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends on exactly what I'm talking about. Like usually I'll play that up if I like am doing like a sex joke. Because I feel like people can tell that I'm not good at sex. And so when I have a sex joke, I like to play it up like, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at this. You guessed, uh, you guessed correctly. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is not my forte. This is not my expertise. Uh, I did a sex joke and then I got off and you're like, so you have sex, huh? You're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I didn't do I didn't do the thing where it's like, where I go like, uh, you know, I never have sex. Because I do have sex. Right. Yeah, I have sex sometimes. I don't. And <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, yeah. Ten I like years. The, I mean, ten years is a long time. Ten years is a very long time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I, I play it up. I guess. I guess that's my. <laughs> I play it up. Play it up. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do this. This thing, this weird number, you know this what? one? Do you, you uh, had to describe it for the audio. Is You're, it pizza? <laughs> what are you doing? You are doing a thing what with your you hands. Want? You have two flat hands and you're yeah. kind of poking them like just, what are the other? Up, ups and downs. Almost like you're asking your child, like, what do you yeah, want? This or that. Ham this sandwich or, or PB and J. What do you what, yeah, what's your poison here? <laughs> now, uh, this is this require you to use the mic stand? Are you, are you a mic stand comic? Um, no, I usually take it out in my hand. I feel weird about mics and how I hold the mic. Yeah, we had do a whole fucking it? thing with this mic just yeah. uh, minutes ago. But do you ever like whenever I do a show, sometimes in the middle of the show, I get out of the zone because all of a sudden in my head, I start overanalyzing like, oh, I'm holding the mic in a really dumb way. Like I just <laughs> like I feel like it, it's affecting my comedy because I'm not holding it like all, you know cool and loose <laughs> it's usually like really close to my mouth <laughs> and i'm just like oh people can tell that i'm not comfortable <laughs> with who i am as a person <laughs> i'm using the this, mic to cover my whole face yeah, yeah this is like legit the things that roll through my head sometimes when i'm doing a you're show. doing your well-rehearsed material you are <laughs> yeah and sometimes they can tell and they're like this girl is not funny because she is not here <laughs> And then sometimes I get away with it, but yeah, that's usually what's running through my head. I'm holding it weird. Why am I holding this mic so weird? Which again is How pretty much what I do in the bedroom. I, there's guys I'm who have it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Only you're saying it like totally out loud. I'm holding this weird. <laughs> this is odd. This isn't how they taught me. <laughs> I think the only way to the only wrong way, there's a lot of wrong ways to hold it, but like people hold it at the at the bottom and have the whole thing like Oh, that's in confidence. their hand. I think that's odd. I don't like. I don't like the, ch the, the a chin rest. Ooh, yeah. No, thank you. Even pre-COVID, the chin, uh, the mic on the chin, um, drives me absolutely crazy. And sometimes you can't tell because it's kind of like they're holding it very close. But then yeah. no, I'm like, oh, he's resting it right up on his goddamn chin. Yeah, and sometimes they'll combine those two things. 
Like yeah, yeah. Holding it well, like if you're holding that. it so low on the base, it gets wobbly up top, and they need to rest it on something. And there, oh, your chin's right there by your mouth. Let's use that. Yeah, it's an it's an odd thing. I like more of the like uh, the classic. It's far from not super far from your mouth, but like they hold it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like your thumb is on the back of it. Yeah, and you know what I'm talking about. You're holding, you like you you're not holding it up near the up near the silver part of the microphone. You're holding it, you know, a medium low on yeah. the black part of the microphone. Like I feel like a lot of guys hold the mic that way. Yeah. Whereas, not me, I'm just right up. You go. Well, yeah. If you hold it, people don't. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the problem is your mouth is part of the, the expressiveness of your face is your mouth. So you should be showing the audience your mouth. You shouldn't be uh, eating the mic, as they call it. And then if you just talk a little louder, you can hold the mic farther away from your face. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't do that yet. I need veneers. <laughs> I'm very self-conscious about my teeth. Oh, we talked about your teeth. They're not that bad. They're not bad. No, but they could be better. <laughs> no, they're kind of, they could be a little better, but they're not crooked even. They're not even, they're just like a little not standard. Right. They're yeah. not veneers. They're not veneers, but you know what veneers? Actually, I just saw a TikTok of Steve-O. Cause you're talking about, I was talking about Steve-O from Jackass. Yeah. And he has, like, insanely obvious veneers. Well, okay. Because he knocked out all, all his teeth through skateboarding not, and shit. I'm not rich, so I won't have, like, the... Like, they won't be, like... They'll be more, you know, like, middle-class veneers. So they won't be really white. They'll kind of, <laughs> like, be off-white. They'll blend, you know? It won't look... Does that make sense? Have you seen I don't these? think, yeah. This, this I don't, is real. Yeah, but I think you look great. I don't think you need them. I think that you're, th you're focusing on the wrong thing. You know what I mean? I think teeth make the comments. <laughs> you're right. I need to focus on my jokes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Get teeth first and then, and then jokes. And then that's, jokes. That's the way I do it. Yeah. Just with all of my careers. Just teeth first and then I can sell these blankets. <laughs> On Etsy. On Etsy. Um, <laughs> who's your favorite? Who's your who's your who's your uh, who's your person? Who's your uh, hero? Comedian hero? Oh man, um, there's a few. Probably Kathleen Mad Madigan. Oh, is fantastic! Probably one of my favorite female comics. And then uh, I know this isn't like very feminist of me and maybe makes me basic but gotta go dave Chappelle. nice interesting uh and yeah that's kind of those are the main two that i listen to a lot i wish kathleen would come out with a new special but how long has it been uh, i feel like the last one i saw was from i don't even think trump was in office yet but i could be come wrong. on madigan come on uh, but yeah, she's, she's done season one of Last Comic Standing. Did you watch season one of Last Comic Standing? I did not. I kind of came into Last Comic Standing kind of late. Oh yeah. I think the oh, years gosh. that I watched it, uh, Rodman won. Okay, Rodman. Rod, I think that's his name. Gotta stop real quick and replace the battery. Uh oh. And we're back. Perfect. You asked your Short mom. Break. You asked your mom who her favorite was. She only, has, she only has two kids, if I remember right. Just two kids. <laughs> so it is literally 50-50. <laughs> and I called her one night, and I was like, hey. She goes, oh, my God, are you okay? Because that's how my mom answers the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, yeah, I'm good. Just wondering, who's your favorite First child? question? <laughs> yeah, First right question. That's because I don't hide my, my I don't you know like if I have a question for you I 
hit the ground running. I don't do small talk. I'm just like, hey, real fast. Like, right? Like, if a friend's mad at me, you know, I'm like, hey, real quick, do you like me? Do we have issues? Like, just... No, I'm not a beat around the bush type. Who's person. your favorite friend? Is it me? Why is it me? Right, exactly. Okay, so how did your mom answer this? Oh, question? she did the typical, very mother aunt. Oh, you can't ask me that. And I said, yes, yeah, I, <laughs> I just did, did bitch. <laughs> and then she said, I can't answer that. I love you both. And I was like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> and so then I went into all of these reasonings for why I think that I am her favorite. Okay, what were they? Um, I think it's because I don't hide anything from her, which some mothers would probably, like, hate, right? Because they're like, please don't tell me Too much everything. Yeah. yeah. But I think my mom kind of likes that I, like, tell her too much. Because <laughs> uh, she knows I'm never hiding anything from yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also think she likes me more because I'm definitely the funniest <laughs> or the one that makes her laugh the most and uh, yeah those are really the main two those are good answers yeah those are good reasons to have a favorite yeah also you said your brother is conservative so uh, well, so is my that's mom so that's oh. their, they have that in common but my mom's like a passive conservative you know like she's not really in the know of things or really she doesn't watch Fox News she's okay. just it. it's like She's conservative because she thinks Jesus wants her to be, and that's enough for her. What a great trick they got when they got the when they got the Christians. Dude, in the it Republican happened. Party. It happened with Reagan. So smart, so smart. Yeah. Such an evil genius move. It, absolutely. There's two parties, and one of them gives money to poor people, and one of them takes money away from poor people. And, and the which Republicans, do you think? Yeah, yeah, come on. And they got them to think. Well, I think it's yeah, it's the abortion thing. That's what the, that's what it is. It pretty much. Oh, we talked about this. We I, did. I, I talked about this. I said a pro-life. Democrat. Pro-life Democrat would be emperor of America. Yes. Would, I now, mean, that's not to say we're pro-life. No, it is not. But we're just saying Democratic Party. Yeah. That's how you trick them. That's how you trick them. You just say you're not going to kill any babies. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't have to. That's the thing. Democrats could easily lie about that because Republicans lie about it. Yes, they A do. A lot of Republicans actually don't care about abortion. They Not just for a second. say that they're pro-life because they know you're pro-life. It's, it's it's so it's so good. It's such an easy way to get them. It's like the easiest, shortest sentence to get the most people on your side. Yeah. But my grandma is. Uh, she was like a. She's a one-issue voter. She's a, she votes on abortion. That's it. Yeah. I feel like uh, Michael, my boyfriend, last time we were in town, like visiting my family. You got an abortion. He yes. Uh, yeah, you know, two birds and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was with me. I kind of took. I didn't tell the family we were going. It was a fun surprise, <laughs> and then we showed up at a Planned Parenthood, and I was like, "Surprise!" <laughs> okay, sorry, I interrupted the, the studio. Uh, no, but then I got to go on a fun little. <laughs> that was fun. Story bit. A uh, tangent. Journey. Yeah, <laughs> fun little Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, my brother asked my or Michael asked my brother, you know why. So your he, boyfriend asked your brother. Yeah, because yeah, he was just curious, and Michael had told me that he answered about abortion and that was his that was his issue? that was his well that was his answer i guess in that moment though anytime me and my brother have talked it's always been about taxes, taxes. and gas gas republicans are always thinking gas we're prices? trying to yes and it's like, gasoline yes okay sorry which just to is clarify. no absolutely here's the thing 
the president has nothing to do with the gas <laughs> prices. Zero. <laughs> like, nothing. None. And by the way, they were almost $4 a gallon under Bush. When yeah. we were in Iraq, uh, because we were in Iraq and there was some, some the oil was whatever. Yeah, it was very up and down yeah, because yeah. the whole reason <laughs> why any time the U.S. is overseas in the Middle East is because of oil. Hot take. Uh, yeah, what else is going on there? The, well, there's terrorism, I guess, but that's a there, lie. There's li- or, uh, they do it under the guise of we're protecting democracy, but yeah. it's like, okay, we'll protect it over here because <laughs> it's kind of losing its steam over here. Stay here. You're, <laughs> you know? You're fun. <laughs> Protect it over here. <laughs> we don't need to be over there. They got their own thing going on. They don't need us to be involved. Yeah. But they are they are sitting on the top of the oil, which we have determined is ours. Yes. So. <clears throat> but we're protecting democracy. Hence, you know, side-eye oil. Yeah, <laughs> Protect- side-eye. We're stealing and protecting oil. And you're the, are you the only liberal in your family? Yeah. I have a cousin, I think, who's liberal. Oh, we're going it's cousins. pretty okay, it's wow. pretty small. Damn. Yeah. It's a small amount of us in our family that's uh, I guess finished college. And you oh God, you're so condescending. <laughs> I'm sorry. Finished college. I'm, I'm joking. I mean you but you're like in the uh, you're like in the trenches. You have to see these people. I don't have to see them, and so like I can, I, I can have like empathy for like yeah, you know what? I bet they're nice people who just think. Oh, they are nice. I love nice. them dearly. Uh, if they were like, like one of those crazy Republicans, I would not. T- yeah. But they're not, and I still love them, and I still talk to them, and we can still talk about these things. But like sometimes it is irritating, because I want to shake them and be like, this is not, you're voting against your interests. Yeah. But I say that, and I also know, though, that Democrats aren't perfect. You know what I mean? Not even close. Yeah. So it's like... 2020, for example. That's why I try never to say that. I mean, I'll get my points across, like, why this is a little bit better of an option than this. Right, right, right. But at the end of the day, I know that uh, politicians still suck, and our government is still bad. And then, yeah, none of them are like, none of them are thinking of you. None of them are like, no. I, none of them are into into it for the right reasons. And even if they start off that way, they end up being motivated by you know, money. the wrong things. Money. Yeah, yeah usually. Yeah. Like funding, because that's rep- uh, reciprocity, right? Reciprocity. Yeah. Reciprocity is very real. And so when someone hands you a $20,000 check for your campaign. Yeah, right. It's like you're kind of you can't then turn around and be like, oh, sorry, actually, we're not. If it's like someone who's like involved in fracking right. gives you twenty thousand yeah. dollars, what are you gonna do? You can't be like, actually, I'm against fracking. They're like, but but, but the twenty thousand dollars. But remember, I yeah. gave you money, and I can tell everyone that you accepted that money. Like, yeah. there's, I mean, yeah, I think the secret is you got to get money out of yeah, exactly. politics. Well, exactly, exactly. I used to run an open mic, and he wanted me to to uh, make sure every comedian bought at least one drink, and I was like, I'm not gonna do that. And then he gave me a hundred dollars, and he asked me again, and I was like. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. He didn't like, but he, he did. It was like, it was like an implication thing. He was like, well, here's a hundred dollars. I was like, Hey, thanks. And he goes, so ideally every, every comic buy a drink. And I go, I just can't enforce that. I can't be the guy. I'm, I'm the host. Like I'm the host. I'm the, I'm, yeah. I'm doing the show. I can't be like policing that. That's not a good vibe. And he's like, okay. And then, uh, later he tried it again with another hundred dollars. So, you know, I'm perfect. I've got morals. <laughs> I can take money without. Uh, yeah, I think that would be different if he handed you more than a hundred dollars. <laughs> Here's twenty thousand dollars. Here's twenty thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. everybody drink. Yeah, <laughs> like ten drink minimum. <laughs> 
everybody's it's the blackout getting... open mic. Yes, that's what you have to call it from now on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Town hall pub. Um, that's right. You seem to be you seem to be coming into your you you strike me as a adult woman. You know, like when you were saying that thing, when you were that talking about very nice politics, of you. Well, yeah. No, I need. I, doesn't I don't pay my phone bill. <laughs> Oh, nice. That is oh, wow. That was a generous thing to say. That Jesus. <laughs> but don't, did you feel? I felt a little bit like this. But did you feel like this in your twenties that you were like you felt older? You you didn't feel like a young uh, person. You didn't feel like a girl. Uh, yeah, I would probably say that started happening. Yeah, well, I guess maybe like around 23, 24, I started telling people I was thirty. <laughs> So maybe that's <laughs> kind of when I was like, no, I'm a woman. Why did you tell them you're 30? Um, because I felt like they could see it on my face. <laughs> that you were 30? They're like, you were just like I just felt preempting all, it? Yeah, I just felt like as soon as I was older than 22, I felt like I started, I don't know, I just felt old. Were you doing, well, yeah, I mean, the stable relationship, that helps. Yeah. Making you feel old. Were you a partier? Yes. You have well, a drink? but I still kind of am. Yeah, you have a drink, you have a cigarette, you have a good time. Yeah. I'm not, I don't say no to drugs. <laughs> I say maybe. <laughs> I say, where did you get, I ask follow-up questions before I take the drugs. But, you know, that's that's really what Nancy should have taught. Was <laughs> ask more questions before you say yes to drugs. <laughs> Say yeah, yeah. Say say maybe. Say maybe say to drugs. Say maybe. Say maybe to drugs. Maybe. Tell me more. Yeah, you convinced me. Did convince you me. get them from Terrence, yeah. or did you get them from? Did you get them from a guy in a van? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If so, not probably not bad. Probably not bad drugs. <laughs> probably okay. Maybe mixed with fentanyl, but let's <laughs> come on. Let's take a dive. Get my name out these streets with that. <laughs> Give me a bad rap. Bad rap of the streets. I'm sorry, I shouldn't jokes, do that. Jokes. Not just in front kidding, of the ducks. Kidding. Yeah. Oh, we are on Ladybird Lake. I love it. Yeah. Austin rules. It is January thirty first. And everyone my whole Instagram is full of snow. Everyone in Chicago and New York is got over a foot of snow right now. Yeah, that's awful. Hi guys. <laughs> this is nice. It was a high of I think sixty five today. Yeah. And everyone's pissed about it. As they should be. Yeah. They have to wear jean jackets. Everyone's got to wear their... I should make Austin seem like it's horrible, though, because enough people are moving here. It's yeah. awful. It's terrible. I got it. Yeah, like, I got to I gotta ask you about, like, the Austin scene. You told me last night that you and the other Austin comics, the OGs, would mm. often be, like, diagnosing the scene now. Yeah, it's kind of become annoying, I'm sure, for other people <laughs> whenever they get around me. Because I just find it interesting. Like, I'm a person who... I like meeting new people. And I like new comics, especially if they're, like, comics who have been doing it as long as I have or you have from other cities. Oh, yeah. Because then they tend, not always, but they tend to be really, really good. And I like that because that's only going to make you a better comic. Yeah. You know? It sounds like I'm sucking up to somebody, but I mean, it's, no, it's, it's just, just how I feel. Yeah. Uh, and also, a lot of them are interesting and fun to talk to and, like, a good hang, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. So, uh, but a lot of people aren't like that a lot of people don't have that same view as i do but also a lot of comics are not like that too yeah i mean like some people i mean like i've met a lot of people in austin who are like they're men i was describing this to my friends back home i was like it feels like there's a lot of guys and just no also like men that's who i've experienced it's, too. yeah it's usually a lot of men who are like 
I'm mad I can't say the R word or the N word or the B word or the C word. They're just like mad about these words they can't say. Um, and they want to just say them anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of just like fiddle around until they can say them. They're like, well, if I do this and this and this and this and this, can I say it like that? Uh, or if they go, they, they say it and they go, sorry. And then they say the word you're supposed to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like half the mics were like people doing that. Oh, did you go to some mics while you were here? I went to many here? mics. Oh, dang. You went to pandemic mics. Pandemic mics. I know you were saying, I mean, you went to pandemic shows. So it's like. No, no, no. I'm not, a, I'm not on my high horse. I'm yeah. just saying that was probably interesting just because yeah. a lot of comics good comics really feel good even doing shows shows right let alone like an open mic right that's what i've heard is that people are kind of like like someone was like none of these people were here a year ago like none of them yeah um and that's very interesting to me um austin's as a specific case because people are kind of coming here because it's the place you can do comedy now that's pretty much the only place you can do right that's the feeling i'm getting for sure uh how were they? I mean, now I'm curious because, like, I'm, I haven't gone I wanna, to... I mean, like, you know, I think uh, some diamonds in the rough, but uh, pretty rough. Pretty rough. rough. I mean, also, I hadn't been in you open mic... You had to mic... do a lot of digging. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't been in an open mic <clears throat> comedy situation in nine months to a year. And it's a familiar feeling where you're just kind of, like, you're stuck to your chair and flowing over you are just, just, just word, you know, words, you know, it's just annoying comedy, bad comedy. Yeah. Half-baked comedy, someone that someone isn't ha, either hasn't tried very hard or they, you know, it's not it's just not working. It's not good. Right. Bad comedy. And I do bad comedy too. I'm not saying that. I do bad comedy at open mics a lot. That's what they're for. But that feeling of like I'm stuck here listening to it's just very depressing. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad a, I wasn't there. Yeah, you should have seen this. <laughs> I wish you were I wish you were there. <laughs> I mean, that's things. Ideally, I'd be I'd be in the back talking to someone like you, like, look at this guy, look at that guy, look at this yeah. person, look at that person. That's I, fun. I generally was the person who would be outside smoking a cigarette and listening to the guys come out talking shit about each other. So good. Or who? Yeah. And then I would just listen, I'd just take it all in. Mm, you know. Nothing like it. I'm I'm sorry. It must be hard to be a man right now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. In some ways, it is. You know, I think they deserve some empathy, but. <laughs> It's also very boring to hear them complain. Us complain about that kind of thing. I never get tired of it. (laughs) Well, boy, do I have 13 podcasts for you. (laughs) Um, What are the people saying? The the Austinites. Because you were, okay, so you were like a Cab City person. You were doing the um, Funniest Person in Austin competition Mm -hmm. every year. Like, how was it going before pandemic struck? Uh, It was great. I I definitely felt like, you know... I, ha- I was ha- I was having a flow like a consistency of like bookings and things like that and, then, and what kind of what kind of weekly numbers are you talking uh, I probably averaged about three or four shows a week awesome uh, which is pretty good for down here um, that's pretty good for anywhere I think yeah but uh no I don't know I mean and then all of those got canceled and nothing was happening there for the longest time yeah like it was anywhere else. And then slowly, but sure, I think the first show I did coming, like, in the pandemic was back in June. And it was actually at Stubbs, which is where, you know, Dave Chappelle and uh, Joe Rogan were doing all of their shows. Oh, is that a, is that a big venue? It's, it's a, usually, it's notoriously a music venue, yeah. usually, solely. Uh, they had never done comedy there before. 
I will say we did not get the numbers that they probably got, but like as far as who came yeah. to our June show, but it was still, um, it was outside. That's like the big. There it is. Okay. Yeah. So it's like an outside, I don't want to call it really an amphitheater, but cause it's not, I think amphitheaters are usually like, it's yeah. And the stage is lower than the. Yeah. And it's not like that. But it's but, an outdoor theater. Yeah. And it's a really nice one. And so, uh, but I remember that was like the first show I did back and definitely I was just like, there were some moments in my set where I couldn't remember the punchline because it had been so long since I had done comedy. <laughs> so then I had to like play with it. And I, luckily the like audience laughed. Nice. Because uh, you can be, look, I, did, I was just like, I haven't done comedy in six months. So, so you, would tell, you told them? Yeah, I was I like, I'm that. sorry, I don't remember this punchline. I just know that I call my sister-in-law a cunt. Like, that, <laughs> that ended up being... And, um, you know, you do it that... You, you find a way to... But, yeah, so that was the first one. And then I didn't do another one again until... Probably, uh, I feel like, October. So... Wow. Yeah, it yeah. was just... Um, I don't know. It was just weird. It was a, it was a very weird, especially that first one, because we uh, some friends and friends of mine that were at the show. We went to a bar that we normally would always go to after a show downtown, and now that bar is closed. What is it? Uh, it is called Mugshots. Mugshots. Yeah. Is it closed permanently? Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Mugshots. Yeah. And so weirdly enough, I mean, at the time when we went, we didn't know, but like. That was our last. That was the last time. Yeah, last comedy comedians rendezvous at mugshots. But what's the sto- what's the word on the street like? What's what do you, like? What's the well, question? What's happening? Okay, well, because everything's shut down everywhere else, or a lot's not happening. A lot of because you have to think like up north, it's cold up north, so they can't really have a lot of outdoor shows. It's cold. Yeah. Whereas Texas. I mean, our winters are pretty mild, so we can have shows. Very mild. Yeah. We, Couldn't be milder. I get it. You're from Chicago. Thank you. <laughs> Snow. Here, if we get any kind of drizzle of precipitation, yeah. that's fr- the, the city shuts down. It doesn't even have to stick. And no one talks about anything we else down. for weeks. Yeah. Yes. It happened two and a half, three weeks ago here. Yes. And I've, I've talked about it with many snow people. Oh, I know. And where were you when the snow fell? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, it's unheard of here. I mean, well, in, from Dallas, which is where I'm from, it's we you would get a little bit more wintry precipitation than down here. It's a few hours north, right? Yeah, uh, it, but it's ice mostly. Okay. It's not snow, you know. Uh, anyway, sorry, I sidetrack. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's like that makes this place people want to come here because they can still do comedy, right? Uh, and I think. Well, and then L.A., which great weather, but everything's, like, shut down there. I know. Yeah. And, like, I think even, I mean, I think there's some outdoor shows out there, but from what I've heard from people, I mean, it's pretty shut down. Yeah. They're not doing it. That's why they're all coming here. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's changing the landscape. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, after the pandemic and how big the scene is. Like... When people actually start going out, right, to the, open you mics. don't even know the numbers of how many comedians are here because the comedians that were like active are not active anymore. Right, Is a lot of right? them are not. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are not. And 
that's their choice. Uh, but yeah, now there's, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Not to mention, uh, Austin only had two comedy clubs. Cap City shut down, but I think they're going to come back. I don't know if they're going to come back under that name or as something else. But then, from what I have heard, it sounds like there's going to be, like, four other clubs. Yeah, how crazy is So, that? we're going from two comedy clubs to, I think, the count I counted was six. Yeah. <laughs> which is insane. That's going to be a different world. I don't think anyone understands. Like, it's going to be... Right. So, that could be... That could, like, could it be, like, more than enough work for the people who are that are here? You know what I mean? Like... Right. Hopefully. That's yeah. what you hope for. Yeah. Um... Well, just, and that's not even including the regular, because Austin's known for alt rooms, too. Yeah, you independent know? shows, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's going to be a ton of work. Well, work. You're not getting paid a lot. Okay. <laughs> $10 and two drink tickets. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's stage time, I guess. Yeah. It could be 50 bucks a week, you know? Sure. 10 drinks a week. 10 drinks that I don't have to pay for. Give me that $10. I'm putting it all towards my new tooth. Veneers. My, yeah, my, well, the veneers is more of a, that'll take a few years. You're going to get one new tooth? Yeah, I have to. Where? It's like back here. Okay. Yeah. What happened? Candy? Uh, The root. Yeah. (laughs) Too much candy. Uh, Too many saying maybe to drugs. No, it's, it's a bad, yeah. it's a bad root canal that oh, I'm sorry. didn't uh, heal properly. So now they have to pull it, and that's this is the boring part. Oh god! Of, well, is... for me, I'm like dying because <laughs> I haven't been dentist in like four or five years, and I'm like, what is going on in there that I don't even know about? You oh, know? it's gonna be all bad. No good news. <laughs> it's not, it's not be like good. hey, get out of the way. They've gotten even better, stronger, whiter, straighter. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna be like, you need fifteen fillings. It's a racket, man. It really is. They're screwing you over. I have a whole new four minutes on uh, dental insurance, and I really think it's going to nice. break me a, a, a part of the herd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, <laughs> I'm yeah, going to stand out. These 20-year-old comics, they don't know shit about dental insurance. You don't know shit yeah. about fuck. Anyway. Is it, is it true that you, um, you, you got a role over Demi Lovato? Who told you that? I read it in a uh, comedy magazine when I Googled you. There's a comedy magazine that Yeah, you wrote. did an interview or whatever, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You did an interview. Demi Lovato. Yes, it is true. Uh, Who is Demi Lovato? She's a singer? Yeah. She was on Disney Channel for the longest time, and uh, but she's more known for... Well, I mean, I guess she's known from that, too, but yeah, she's a pop singer. So, wait. Was she famous when you went to school with her? Uh, no. I think she's she on Disney moved, Channel as an adult? I think... No, she did... Disney Channel so here's the thing this was like I got the lead over her when we were like I think I was seven and she might have been six (laughs) or actually she's a lot younger than me I don't remember how old I was but here's the point I got the lead over her that's the point that's the point and it was I peaked there's (laughs) there's no way I'm this is gonna get any better that was it for me but she wasn't okay then and then you didn't go to school with her after that? Because then she went on to become... So this was at... Uh, this was church that I church got the... Group. It was like a church uh, play. It was how the... Uh, what was it? It was like how the Grouch stole Christmas the instead grouch. of the Grinch. Oh, to avoid... Uh, yeah. Copyrights. And it was funny because it was about a... It was supposed to be played by a little boy, but luckily I was so convincing as an actor that they were like, let's... We got to... 
re, it's got to be a girl. This got to be this girl. And uh, and not Demi Lovato. Yeah, and not Demi Lovato. But that's okay. She's gonna go on to bigger things. And this girl over here. No, is they were like try they were like comedy. we're putting our money on Ashley Overton. Yeah. This Demi Lovato is nobody. Little did they know I was too not too like neurotic at that age <laughs> to actually like get involved with an agent because I thought every adult wanted to have sex with me. And that's like a whole other weird. Sorry, that my mom sounds made way me, more interesting than the Demi Lovato thing. It's <laughs> well, my mom made me feel like I couldn't att- like trust adults because adults would want to have sex with me. Yeah. But then what's weird about that is like I had a chili bowl haircut. <laughs> like no, but no adult would want. That's too much like grabbing an orange and thinking it's a tangerine. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> Grabbing an orange. So wait, are you the are you the um, well, cause you're the gr- orange? Like it's, yeah. I could. I don't know if I'm the orange or the tangerine. Look, this has lost its meaning. But but you're my not point, what he expected. Exactly, because I have a chili bowl haircut. Okay, so you thought you, you're saying you think you, you would be well, a boy? Because, yeah, well, because adults like adults who enjoy the company of children <laughs> sexually have a preference. Sometimes, whether it's a girl or a boy, right. buy at a chili bowl haircut, and so I was kind of like the Tilda Swinton of my <laughs> age group and my time. You just did not know, and so uh, a beautiful androgyny. Yes, so it was too much to risk because, like, you say chili bowl haircut, we just call them bowl cuts up north. Oh, sorry, we right, add like in the chili. chili. <laughs> <laughs> we add in the chili down here because. Yeah, we Spicy. eat a lot of chili, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We call them, yeah, we, we call them... Uh, bowl cuts. Yeah, just bowl cuts. Any kind of bowl will do. Yeah. yeah. No, not in Texas. It's chili bowl. Also, I had, like, I'm brunette, naturally. So, this is not my real hair wow, color. Wow, yeah. real hair color. Yeah. So, maybe that's why, too. Because it looks like chili. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, you were convinced that... I think it's a good... Dude, we're really going down a dark hole. Oh, yeah. Pedophilia, sure. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is fun. This is... I haven't seen a therapist in months, so this is really... <laughs> this is helping. I know. Maybe, yeah, people say that about me. Um, no, they don't. Um, <laughs> they should call you the Craigslist therapist. The Craigslist therapist. You know, you should put your services on Craigslist. Free therapy. People just want someone to listen to them, honestly, mostly. Yeah. yeah. Um... So did you do, uh, you know, going from that time, the Christmas play, mm-hmm. you're seven years old. Demi right. Lovato is crying in the bathroom because she didn't get the thing that you got. And you didn't even care about it because you have a chili bowl haircut. Right. From there, what was your relationship to, to performance? Uh, I kept doing it, but like I didn't, I didn't, once I got to high school, I did not pursue performance or theater or okay. anything like that because at my high school the kids were already kind of in a clique because they came from one middle school and whereas my middle school was split between two high schools so the kids who came from that one middle school that went solely into the high school that I ended up attending yeah. they already had their theater clique and they were so good and talented and confident, and so I was too scared. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, confidence? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go find my friends who call me bitch to my face. 
Okay, so you hang out with the bitch friends through high school. Did you do anything <laughs> in college that had to do with performance or comedy? No, I actually didn't. I mean, okay, so I did try stand-up once while I was in community college back in DFW. Smart. I forgot that. You did went to community college. You, you're, yes. Your loans are almost paid off. Almost paid off. Come on, Joe Bye. Yeah, give me that 10000 forgiveness, Come baby. Come on, baby. Um, yeah, so I tried it once while I was in community college because my friends were like, Ashley, you should do this. You've always talked about it. Just do it. And so then I did it, and it was bad. And I didn't go back on stage or try stand-up comedy again until... I guess what what seven years for what year wow. is it? seven years from now what is that 2014? seven years ago yeah. so yeah uh 2013 2014 okay so that's that was yeah you're 24 23 24 yeah yeah me that's too i started yeah too late i wish i would have started you younger really? yeah you could just you know what i i used to think that when i was 25 26 like i'm like oh man there's guys who are like already seven years in now and i got and my my defense mechanism was like i'll just quit later yeah. That way, like, we'll be the same amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just, I just won't quit, you know? Yeah. Right. How about that? And they'll quit. They will quit. They did quit. <laughs> they did. I, 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 like, honestly, a lot of the 16-year-old phenoms, they don't last. Yeah. Because, like, I, yeah, like, they, they end up being, like, well, Burnt now. Burnt out by it. And, or... like, the, the, the funny thing about them was that they were 16, 17, 18. And then those jokes, jokes. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, cute. And then now it's, like, they don't have that. Anymore, they don't have a new thing. Yeah, and they now, don't have a new yeah, it's much more fun to get into this when you're boring and uninteresting. Yeah, I think so. Like, there's nothing special. I'm not. It's, I'm a white lady. Right. There's no gimmick. Yeah. It's just the work. It's. I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to make it work, and it's frustrating. <laughs> what do you think your 30s are gonna look like? Uh, I hope successful. Me too. You know, I hope I prove them wrong. I yeah. hope I say, you know what, industry, I might be 30. I'm not dead. Exactly. Well, it's not over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you to have kids? No. No plan? No, no well, desire? Okay, this is what I say. And I almost want to turn this into a shirt or like a bumper sticker. The only way I would have children is if I could afford a nanny to raise them. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Now, it strikes me that you don't want them that bad. That yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, I mean, for me to... Okay, you don't want to raise them. Yeah. Well, like, it's it's not even... You know what I mean? I mean, have enough you, money to... you do better when it's a village raising. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. when you have a lot of people who are helping out. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah. You don't yeah. have to pay all those people. Yeah. You don't have to pay all those people. I, yeah, could you be do. family. No, you don't. No. Because then I would have to move back to Dallas. I'm not doing that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have no one down here. There's no helium or improv or in, in Dallas or anything. No, not a, not enough for me to want to move back yeah, I there. Yeah, see, I see. Okay. But I don't know. I'll have kids when I can have a, a nanny to raise them. Nanny to raise them. Honey. That's right. Go. Is this your hat that you? It says, "I'm just tired." I'm just tired. Did you? This is my favorite hat. <laughs> it's good. I I'm picturing like it's like someone's like, "Are you mad at me?" And you're like. I'm just tired. Yeah. Well, I that's the next hat I need to purchase because if I'm not saying this, I'm saying are you mad at me? <laughs> Those are my two like very 
my catchphrases. If this was a sitcom, those are the two things my character would only say. <laughs> are you mad at me? Clap, 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 clap. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have those anymore. They don't have like a thing that they say they and everyone don't. claps. Yeah. There's probably a reason for it. I'm the baby. Gotta love me for that one. Who? What was that one? That was a dinosaur on Dinosaurs from Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's on one. HBO Max now, I think. No, no, no. Disney. Disney, Disney Plus. Plus? Maybe it's Disney Plus. So did you make this or did you buy that hat? No, I bought this. You I bought think it. from Urban Outfitters because that's where you buy things like this. <laughs> Stupid shit. Yeah, you go to hat. Urban Outfitters. Like, I remember there was one hat I almost bought, but then it was like, a lot of people will have this hat and it just said daddy on it. And then I was like, that's too obvious. Like, I don't need to wear a hat that says daddy. People know I'm a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to wear a hat that says daddy, guess what? You don't you have it. You ain't a daddy. You don't have daddy you energy. Don't have it. <laughs> you're not it. Just go ahead and put it down because you're a mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of this you means. Cr- you cracked me up. Uh, we're done. We're almost done. We're done. We're done. Uh, cool. Uh, if you could um, go to, if you could spend a weekend in one place in the continental United States, where would you spend a weekend? Um, right now it would probably have to be somewhere in Colorado. Is that a shitty answer? (laughs) It's just because I've never been to Colorado and there's not much going on in the world anyway. And I feel like it it could be Denver or somewhere like more, you know, mountains. Dude, like, I mean, there's great hiking within an hour of Denver. It's awesome. Denver rules. Yeah. You'd like it. Very Austin-esque. Very much like Austin. Yeah. I think I think that's where I would go. Cool. Or like a cabin by, you know, like a lake. Yeah. Or whatever. Or like a, you know, cottage. No, nope, one answer. That's it. I'm sorry. Somewhere in Colorado. <laughs> um, all right. Do, um, do you have any call to action for the audience? Anything you want them to know or do? Uh, follow me on all of the things. I have a brand. It's called Ashley's Over It. Ashley's over it. Ashley's over it. That's Ashley Overton. Ashley over it's, it. Yeah. Oh, great. So, like, my Instagram handle is Ashley's over it, and my TikTok is Ashley's over it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's it's you know I'm really leaning into my 30s. How's the TikTok uh, vibe right now? I love TikTok. I love TikTok. I, I wish I was better at it. I only had one thing go accidentally viral. How viral? Uh, I think it's at. 3.1 million views. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And 435,000 likes. Not bad. So, yeah. But it wasn't on purpose, and I haven't been able to get that since. Mostly because I don't I do not do, I don't post a lot on yeah. TikTok, because then I'm like... What's crazy, like, it feels like everyone has a shot on TikTok, though. It's like, with YouTube and whatever, it seems like it's like, ah, uh, they figure out the algorithm or whatever. But like with TikTok, it's like, could be anybody. Yeah. Anybody could be the next you just, thing. Yeah. And that's why I say it's like, it was completely just not on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone tries, but it's like, it just happened. You weren't like gaming the system. You weren't like, if I use this no. song, da 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 I didn't use the technique. I mean, yeah, I, I did a trend that was like going on or yeah, whatever. Because yeah. it's like that, you know, the trend that people are doing where it's like, I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit. Yeah, yeah. Was there other it was, shit? Well, no, I made up my own thing yeah. where I said, uh, I can't talk right now. I'm doing anxiety girl shit. And then next clip was I went over to Michael, my boyfriend, and I was like, are you mad at me? (laughs) And then he was like, what? No. 
<laughs> and that was the video. And, it, <laughs> and people loved it. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> the comments were like, oh my God. I ask my husband this all the time. <laughs> this is so me. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, because that's where we do this. It's this a very us. simple thing. Yeah. Keep it simple. What we do. All right, nice. Yeah. Ashley, over it. Ashley's over it. Ashley's over it. Yeah, I can't forget that S. Gotcha. Because I'm over it. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> That's good. Because you have the over in your last name. I, was, I called I called you Ashley overrated to uh, and Lena. That, uh, that was hilarious. Yes. See, I, it's ripe. And you know what? That that could be true. <laughs> that could be true. Could be true. All right. Thanks for doing it. Hey, thanks for having me. Isn't she funny? She's cracking me up. I try, I try, I try not to like laugh that much. Sometimes you, you're like, sometimes a laugh is like, you're supposed to laugh, like as a conversational signal that like what you're saying is okay or funny. And so you'll do what's called a fake laugh. I don't think it's fake. I think it's like you're, you are, you're making the noise. Sure, you're making the noise on your own in order to, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like that. You're just to to kind of keep things going. You're saying like, I like what you're saying. What you're saying is okay. I understand. I've been there. Um, it's it's uh, communication. But with Ashley, I just could not stop like actually, uh, you know, surprise laughing. So um, that was a good time. I don't know what is the way she puts things. Just cracks me up. Um, so Ashley's over it on TikTok and Instagram. Ashley's over it. Pretty fun play on words, right? That's coming from me, uh, Terrence Ha Hartnett. Um, I'm Ha Hartnett on Instagram and at Down by the River Pod on Instagram for clips, great clips of these po- of these episodes. Anyway, um, please rate and review the podcast. Please rate and review the podcast. Please rate and review the podcast um, today, right now. How about that? Wouldn't that be great? Take take two minutes. It really, really, it's like it's like giving me uh, a huge uh, hug. Um, the logo was designed by Rudy Schultz. Thank you, Rudy. We love you, Rudy. Great work. The theme song was. Uh, written, recorded, mixed, and emailed to me by Steve Gerard, Steve Gerard of Crown Blue, the new project Crown Blue with Jenna Gephardt and Lucia Whalen, comedians, uh, very funny, very talented people. And we will catch you next time. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>